0: Amen, amen, amen. It has been a minute since we've been together here in this way. I looked and it's been, I think, a month since I recorded anything and shared out, partly because of the change and the shift of the season, my own heart called to go inward and focus and stay in alignment each day each moment with the rise and the fall and the waves of life and so i think creatively it means that there are times when sharing feels so good uh, and there are times when sharing doesn't feel good and it feels more like a sacred secret between me and goddess or universal energy or creation and force and that i want to keep those in my heart treasure as, as little treasures of the heart what's been unfolding and happening the past few months and more specifically weeks um has been extremely private and sacred and beautiful and unfolding and I'm feeling more and more ready to emerge on the other side of that in honor of serving our collective soul and healing and spirit. So that's what I'm turning towards and kind of finding my legs with that and experimenting all while still being really reflective of the inner work of relationship y'all, what it takes to be in intimate relationships right now with our family members and our loved ones. um, It's a lot of emotional awakening, emotional responsibility. And so as I've been navigating that the past few weeks and months, um, I'm not always able to be visible externally or socially or with quote-unquote work because of the inner curiosity that's happening within say my marriage or my parenting role or a role as a friend. So I just really wanna name that sometimes it's a lot more (laughs) subtle than I think external society like wants us to believe like, oh, Let's work eight hours and be good spouses and partners and daughters and wives and friends and blah, blah, blah. That list goes on and on and on. But the reality of what it takes to slow down and see these relationships for what they are and then when something happens to be able to pause and digest and reflect and slow the healing process, the inquiry process, the curiosity process, the what really happened here process, like slowing that down so that over time you can see those connections and the patterns to be able to have stronger, braver, more courageous conversations in those intimate relationships. It is it, for me right now, it's like the work of my life in order to slow down, to honor and savor these relationships. And I know that this practice is coming directly as a result of this past year of a result of my lifelong curiosity with death that is now moving towards the forefront of the work I'm doing and I'm curious about doing and having conversations about, um, But not as a path of turning towards death as an answer or solution, but as a way of turning towards this conversation around death, elevating and normalizing the grieving process and sorrow and how that connects to our dreams and our ancestors, how it connects to daily life and how it connects to our creative life how it connects to our own life design and and like quote unquote wellness or life coaching for me is completely about a death practice. There are two sides of the same coin. And given this past year, I know we are all being called to rise and elevate and inspire and create and hold one another in collective ways that we have not done in our lifetime, but that we know as very familiar from possibly lifetimes past. Mm. And so we have to kind of like dust off those skills or not. And I think if it's or not, there's a lot of suffering. I don't know how people could be navigating this world without a deep spiritual practice right now in a way that is kind of healthy and aligned, digesting, metabolizing, transmuting all of the collective trauma and difficulty that we've been experiencing. So. Now we're starting, more people are vaccinated, more people are traveling, you know, more people are going to school, more people are going back to work. We have this moving through in some ways. It's rather slow for some of us. Some of us don't want to return to quote unquote the old way or normal. So, where are we now? Where are you now? What is your soul soul calling for? Have you taken the time to slow down, look up and pay attention to where you are being drawn from the inside? Where are you being pulled? What are you longing for? And Using this opportunity as we continue, continue to travel towards pitta season or summer season or fire season. We're not there yet, most of us. So can you use this opportunity of transition before the intensity of the summer to pause and reflect and listen to the longing. Can you pause and reflect and see where you may want to turn towards in the seasons ahead? What are you ready to let go of? A few weeks ago we had a grief circle in Lola community, just honoring, shedding, letting go, beginning that process of really letting go of last year of the past year, maybe the past lifetime, maybe there's other deaths you haven't had a chance to grieve, deaths of relationships, deaths of career paths, of dreams, and letting that go so you can turn towards your future. Stepping towards your future. What do you long for? How do you want to spend your days? If this was your last year, how would you want to spend your days? what would you want to be doing? And then how can we start to fill that in for you? I almost always hear, inner voice, inner being almost always tells us dance, sing, play, art, love, music. You know, there's so much about being and breathing in the body and the heart, that comes through when we ask her or him or it or they, the goddess within, the God within, the creator within, the force within, the unknown, the mystery, what are you, what are we doing here? And when she responds, oh, let go, relax, allow, be, play, live, dream, oh right, that's what I'm here to do. So I rename my quote-unquote, office, which is more like an art room, uh, temple, bookstore, li- I'm sorry, library. Um, but now, I renamed it last week, the sanctuary. And now when I enter the sanctuary of connection, it's just like, the energy is so different, y'all. Just by naming this space that I spend so much time in, creating and moving and breathing and stretching, And praying and relaxing and allowing and teaching and helping and holding and crying and laughing. So, like, this is our life right here, right now, alive. So, I want you, as we are coming out, emerging that's the word of the season emerge, emerge, emerge. What does emerging look like? Mm. What does emergence look like to you? And feel like and i want you to have time on your calendar for you alone so this is very interesting i have a solo date with myself for 24 hours this weekend coming up i will be leaving town i will be alone and i was feeling nervous about it slash sad slash i shouldn't go I can just do planning in the sanctuary. I don't I don't need to go. And I notice now I've spent so much time at home, so much time cocoon, so much time here with my babies and my husband and my dog, and like so much time that now leaving feels uncomfortable and hard and I gotta go. We have to take. Time by ourselves, for ourselves, even if it feels like, Oof. and it may feel totally delicious and wonderful. You may want a break. And when I planned it, I was like, oh, great, I will take a break. This will be lovely. I'll get a hotel, blah, blah, blah. And now that it's coming up, I'm noticing I don't want to go. I'm going to go. I'm bringing my projects. I'm bringing some planning. I'll do some writing. I'm going. But I noticed that I didn't necessarily want to as I got closer because this is com- comfortable and familiar. And the one thing I know about creativity and expansion and neural networks and neuroplasticity and brain science, all that yummy stuff, is that we have to continue to have to face to like go into the unknown. We have to be able to do things on our own. We have to try new paths, new ways, new experiences, It's such an essential part of our growth. Um, I know that my alone time and navigating sort of my own meals and how to even spend my own time is a part of how I strengthen discernment and inner voice connection, inner monologue, inner being. It's a path towards spirituality. No spiritual practice. Um, Sorry, let me rephrase that actually. Every spiritual practice has solitude, time alone, time away, from the the routine as part of the practice. And I'm committed to that. And this is my spring pause retreat. And so do you have some time on the calendar for your spring pause retreat? You know, we often in Lola land do this together. And this year we're not. I want you to step up for yourself and schedule this time for yourself and use it as deep listening and planning of your creative soul, heart, longing, whisperings, or maybe you just need to sleep for two days, <laughs> or maybe just wander, right? Put on a backpack and wander. Or, I and again, the sky's the limit, but what does your pause practice look like? So I'm inviting you into that for some time before summer break, right? Sometime before June 21st, I guess that's technically the first day of summer, uh, that summer equinox, sorry, summer solstice period. Um, So can you do that for yourself? And one of the frames that I've been talking a lot about is this idea of internal resume. So my offer or my suggestion for your pause retreat is to use some of that time to just reflect and contemplate over your life and your internal resume, the stuff that nobody sees on the outside, the stuff nobody knows that you have made it through the traumas, the relationship endings, the failures, quote unquote, I don't believe in failure, but (laughs) uh, the growth opportunities, the challenges, what have you overcome in your life? What have you faced? What are those internal resume moments that are pivotal and profound for your own growth and healing? And spending some time honoring that in this season of rebirth, in this season and cycle of expansion and growth and mud and mess and water. If you find things uh, during your pause retreat and you wanna share them with me, you can always reach out. I'd love to hear about it, schedule a session and let's go through them. Let's celebrate some of your internal resume bullet points. Let's celebrate them together. Let's let let me witness your beautiful inner life as a way to honor and celebrate your growth and development. A uh, few announcements for you all: today is uh, moving into Yom Hashoah, which is the Holocaust Remembrance Day. So, no matter when you listen to this, um, I'd love for you to pause. And this year for Yom Hashoah practice, I'm celebrating life. Uh, as a way to remember um, all of the humans who were killed in the Holocaust and all of the terror and trauma um, from those who were murdered and those who murdered. And this year I'm going to honor my life by living life, by dancing and sweating and eating and breathing and celebrating Um, and naming and holding in my heart millions who were killed and who killed. And so wherever and whenever you do this, I hope that in your spring pause, you, you pause and take a moment to stand firmly, dance firmly, lay firmly in your incredible, beautiful life. Appreciate, appreciate, appreciate just loving up on all of the gifts of our connection to to self, other, community, family, loved ones, mama nature, mama moon, father, son, all of it, all of it, y'all, all all of it. Because we have no idea when the transition will occur. We have no idea when this too shall pass. But it's going to happen. So living into the acceptance of the present moment and of this beautiful, incredible day, breath, life, no matter when you hear this, it's true now and now and now. Over the next few weeks, I'll be releasing uh, the audio of the teaching project, Little Little, and more is to come about that. And after this pause uh, invitation that I just offered you all, uh, there is a recording around spiritual counseling and what that is. And I'm spreading my wings and offering my counseling services, um, really turning away from sort of quote unquote wellness coaching uh, and really turning towards uh, spiritual counseling as a path Uh, in two years or three two and a half years or three years or four years or who knows with time on earth. But at some point in the future, my intention is to be ordained as a cohen- cohenet, And then I will be able to really have that rooted within spiritual, mystical, feminist tradition. Um, for now, I'm really blending the death doula work um, as a path of spiritual counseling with the Vedic counseling, all of the Ayurvedic teachings, which are so incredibly beautiful for spiritual development. That's what I love about them. It is wellness, holistic wellness, meaning it's actually helps you find your whole, connect with your whole, honor your whole. Um, And it's self-healing. So self-healing, spirituality, big life questions rooted in reality and i'm really glad you're here on this journey and experience with me um you are such a blessing to my life and to this community so i am just pausing to honor you listener (laughs) i hear you i feel you i am you i love you and may our connection continue to bless both of our lives, all of our lives. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Holy water, holy sky, holy hue, Hey everyone, I wanted to jump on and talk a little bit about what spiritual counseling is and how we can really um, use some of the ancient wisdom of a bunch of the modalities that we teach and learn and study here in Lola, like Ayurveda and Buddhism and other Eastern philosophies and wisdom traditions and Jewish spirituality and mystical teachings and experiences. In this moment in time, why is spiritual counseling so important? Why do we need a new way of living and operating and supporting one another beyond just psychotherapy or one-on-one therapeutics? What does a spiritual counselor do? What is the benefit? So I want to read to you from this book we're using in our Ayurveda psychology class, Ayurveda in the mind, the healing of consciousness. And I think of our world right now as spiritually anorexic in many ways. We're so busy and fast paced and trying to figure out how to manage families and finances and loved ones who are dying and a pandemic and racial justice uprising and all of the things So in this world of external being the dominant narrative of priority and value, our lack of spiritual development, commitment, clarity, devotion is causing restlessness of the soul. People are starving for connection to source of some kind. And- this line reminds me of why I love Ayurvedic wisdom as a path of whole wellness, of whole healing, as a path of spiritual counseling. True happiness and well being are only achieved in our inner consciousness and immortal soul, not in the ever uncertain external world. And it's a very simple sentence, but profound given. The world that we're living in, and what does inner consciousness, internal consciousness look like and feel like? And how does that balance with the external world? So, um, as I said, around spiritually anorexic, depriving ourselves of this connection to devotion to source, there's so many different ways that we can play with and work with these materials with this consciousness realm. We can do it with intuition, uh, inner voice sessions and inner guidance listening, developing dialogue with um, the voice inside um, and maybe the more peaceful, loving, we call it sattvic um, or relaxed, ever knowing, ever loving, limitless part of you, not the critical, often noisy, loud, non-stop part of you, right? There's another, there's so many layers to you. There's so many parts to your wholeness. And in our spiritual counseling sessions, we spend time listening to them and hearing what they have to say and working with them. The deep love, the the deep inner knowing of who you are that will never be taken away. Spiritual counseling is unlike anything I've ever experienced or offered in that it really is weaving all the modalities of mind, body, medicine, Ayurvedic wellness, and uh, mysticism and mystical experiences. So there's no dogma. There's no nothing you have to believe, no religion you need to be. Um, in fact, I think most of the people who get the most benefit from spiritual counseling and spiritual... Um, uh, accountability are ones who have left religious uh, organized religion or those who are in the state of transition restlessness of the soul career relationship that things are occurring and there doesn't seem to be a ground right it's like groundlessness and finding your spiritual wings and your own connection to divinity whatever that means to you that's that's what we do together as we discover That we unpack the inner parts of you that long to be connected with the divine. And when I'm talking about the divine, I am literally talking about creativity and expansion of your own belief systems and your own soul guidance that I believe the divine works through us through creativity, through commitment to service and loving our communities and loving one another, that it's not about like a person in the sky that's disconnected from us, but rather it's how we're able to be in our body, in our life. And so these are some of the things that we talk about in our spiritual guidance sessions. We talk about intuition, inner guidance. We make connections to moments in our life when we felt uh, some kind of flow of creativity source and expansion. At this point, I really do believe we're all here to expand our souls, to really learn from one another. What are our soul lessons? What are we here on this earth to do together? Uh, Together and apart, right? What's your specific soul's path? And then what's ours together? I believe we're here to create and to serve and to expand. That's basically it. And so how we do that looks different. And it, and it looks different based on real life, tangible relationships, finances, how we spend our days. Like there's actually earthly things that we can attune ourselves towards, turn towards that can help us deepen and expand in those areas of evolution and creativity. And for each one of us, it looks different. And one of the things that I love, love, love to do the most is to work with you around what that looks like for you and what your version of showing up and serving and creating um, looks like, cause it's so different for each of us. And so in spiritual counseling, that's what we do together. We unpack, we go deep into all the stories of your life, all the moments of your life so that we can start to pull some threads together for um, deeper understanding and meaning and purpose and lots and lots of questioning, lots of noticing, almost all curiosity and inquiry, right? Nothing set in stone. Nothing is um, for sure. It's all part of the mystery the mystery that we're all part of. So that's what um, these spiritual counseling sessions are like, Um, each one a little bit different. I'm offering them in ways that can align with your life's um, schedule. And I really deeply underneath everything just want to say that I believe in your natural ability to heal and to thrive and to flourish. I believe that each of us has that inside of us. And when we do this type of work together, it can help us see some of the areas that we might not be able to see for ourselves it can help us tap into that radiance and brilliance that we all do have when someone else is supporting us in that process. I think we can do it alone. And I think it often takes longer and sometimes isn't as fun and isn't as... um, intense is not the right word, like meaningful or purposeful because we're still in our own head or sometimes in our own way. And we really can't see the bigger picture. So I personally have not been able to do this level of healing and supporting and transformational work that I've gone through without my mentors and guides. And so I'd love to work with you This truly is the most beautiful and perfect time to be looking at our inner life, to be experiencing our inner consciousness and to be working with our own spiritual roadmap to strengthen the inner body, to strengthen the inner realm for resilience, for the difficulties in life that we know we're gonna have because that's part of what this experience is. And so I invite you to come with me on the spiritual counseling journey and schedule a session. Let's work together and see what we can find and explore together on the inside of you. I've been talking a lot lately about the internal resume and how there's lots of wonderful things on that external resume, but on the internal resume are things that other people don't necessarily see and don't necessarily know around your own forgiveness, your own trauma healing, your own reflections and contemplations over your barriers and hardest things in your life. And your internal resume is just as important and just as valid, and if not more so, for what you're here to do in that creativity and expansion and evolution. So I wanna learn more about your internal resume and I wanna witness and hear Um, What have those magical moments been like for you? And what noticings have you had around your own patterns and habits of mind, body, soul? So um, I really hope we get an opportunity to do this together. Take care.